Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Right on Squared Circle. I am your host, Danny G, and I'm back with my lovely co-host, Scotty. Not too hotty, Hansworth. What's up, buddy, old pal? What is up? You know it. Just trying to get to the Scotty too hotty stage, but we're working there. Maybe in the summer when it's really hotty. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're uh, in the summer with a scorching heat. Hopefully, I'm tired of this. Uh, it snowed today again in New Jersey, so I'm just I'm tired of it. We're in the 60s here. I can't complain. Yeah, but I can um, throw them up to you guys down in Florida. Throw them up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, waiting. Uh, I am waiting for this weather man. to turn, man. I am tired of this cold. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm content with the weather I have right now. I uh, I found out today I sprained my ankle. I severely sprained it. I did this last week, by the way. I waited a whole week before going to get checked out. But I ended up spraining it. So that's that's about the most uh, interesting development in my life in the last week. Been there, done that. Soccer and soccer, sprained ankle. It's just they just coincide with one another. You're going to get oh, it. Yeah. yeah, I'm having a great time. They suck, don't they? Yeah, well, I didn't know. I just thought my foot was just hurting a little bit, so I'm out here lawn boarding and being a dumbass still, just making it worse. So, yeah, man. And I'm back at the uh, the parents' compound today. It's closer to it's closer to my job, so I was like, yeah, let's pop in and do the podcast from here today, so we get some good time in because uh, Kyle has a very special nerd culture episode coming on right before us. So, you know, please stay tuned. Listen to that. He's got his boy Walker coming on the show today. So expect some tremendous content coming out of uh, nerd culture tonight. I finally saw Eternals, by the way. Oh, I'm proud of you. I wasn't I big hated it. it. I hated it. I didn't care for it. I understand. I, thought, that. I, I, I let me let me rephrase. Hate's a strong word. I gave it a five out of ten. I thought it was very boring. I could do without it for the Marvel universe. Um, yeah. The only thing that was cool was like the the heel turn. The heel <laughs> we'll, turn, yes. We'll, we'll, we'll throw wrestling into this. The heel turn, and if everyone, if anyone has seen Eternals, you understand the heel turn. <laughs> uh, I was, I was okay with it. I was, wherever it leads, it'll lead. But. Uh. The back and forth was just too much for me. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. That was that was wild. Like, Come on, man! I don't need I don't need the background of all six people or however Eternals there were. Too many, too many. But uh, let's talk about some uh, not not really much news in wrestling this week. But Sammy Zayn uh resigned with the WWE. I am genuinely kind of shocked by that. What are you thinking? Yeah, um, the the notification came across like shortly after you texted me that, and I was just kind of like, "What? Like, what's the direction we're gonna put Sami Zayn on? Because he's kind of uh, well, how, he's, he's he's in WWE purgatory, yeah, where he's just floating around with no no sense of direction, and obviously we know the talents there, the mic skills are there, like it's all there." It's just a matter of putting it together. And I hope, and I really hope that they don't give him like, 
this the Finn Balor treatment that Finn Balor has been getting lately. Like Finn Balor, Finn Balor got buried on Monday night. Ah, you can't really bury Finn Balor, man. Like his character alone just stands for itself. So it's like Dude, no he got, if I'm he's not it. if he's not if he's just regular Finn Balor, he got buried on Monday night. He ah. should not have lost that match. Like I said, man, I just hope that I just hope this isn't like a response to like, you know, to other companies who signed the WWE wrestlers like, hey, look, we're keeping these guys, but now we're not going to do anything with them. So I really hope that Sammy made the right decision for his future. And I hope they have some promises or some big projects for him coming up because I I like Sammy Zayn. I really do. I thought he's I think he's an awesome character. I've loved him from the day he beat Cesaro when NXT debuted on TV all the way up until, you know, even now I love his character. He said, my best friend signed, I'm signing. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> the only sad thing is your best friend, we kind of have a path for him. We know yeah. where, we, we know with like the boatload of money he just got, we know how it's going to end up. He's going to have a title run. Yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll get a title run out of Sami Zayn soon. It's going to be a mid-card title, unfortunately. Hey, I'll take it. Let's put the IC title on him. At least it'll be on TV. <laughs> Hopefully. that That's a whole other ball game right there. I'm surprised they didn't bury him because he's black and gold. It, maybe that was the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> he's defended the title. I think Nakamura's defended the IC title once. Yeah, that's a shame. So just prestigious title is just gone. The luster is gone. Let's uh, let's talk about the interesting news that we all found out this past uh, week. So we have renamed Walter, which um, I mean, whatever you know, that's not a really bad thing, I guess. But the name that we went with is what makes it so bad because oh god, what was his last name? Wasn't it we, Gunther? It was Gunther. I can't remember the last name off the top of my head right now. But it has ties to an actual World War II Nazi. I'm like, dude, there's no way that a company worth this much money and is, you know, with the history it has, did not Google this name to make sure nothing bad was going to pop up. Before making a character walk out on TV with this name, dude, I, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand how Walter went out with it. I'd have been like, "There's no way in hell I'm walking out there," unless he didn't know about the name either. I don't, I don't think he knew. I hope not. I hope he didn't know. Oh, uh, Gun- Gunther Stark. Stark, that was it. I just and he was an well, officer. We know, was a we, actual officer, a Nazi officer. During we World know War. that WWE is um, sometimes a little racially insensitive. Oh, I mean, yes, one hundred percent. I AKA Vince McMahon. Look, look at any, look at any Oriental character they've ever had. Yeah. And if it wasn't bad, they made a white guy an Oriental character in Tensai. I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, don't get me wrong. I, I definitely did it, but I just, I don't understand how, what, what part of Vince McMahon thought, yeah, this is just okay. 
<laughs> no one's gonna care. <laughs> uh, it, it that I don't know. I'm happy they've already canceled it. They've already scrapped trying to get the trademark for the name. So obviously it's gonna change. I think teacher just says Walter, all capital letters. That yeah, that would be perfect. It was fine the way it was. You know Vince doesn't like to have anything from NXT transition onto the main card. <laughs> but like it's like it's like right now we have it's not Seth Rollins anymore. Seth freaking Rollins. Freaking Rollins. That's just I too like much. That. It's too much to add on. To me, he's always Seth Rollins. I I personally love Seth freaking Rollins. I think it is a badass name. Mostly just because I want them to drop the F-bomb one day. Just had a joke. It should happen one day. Like, I'm, you know. No, I, I think it's too much. Like, Seth Rollins was perfect yeah. the way it was. I mean, they each their own, but I'm happy that they've already scrapped this whole Gunther name. So, hopefully. Well, you, know it's not, you know it's not even, like, Charlotte Flair anymore, either. Charlotte. Yeah, we don't have, we don't have one names now. It's just Charlotte. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, so I think the biggest news this week coming out of wrestling would probably be, at least to me, the dropping of Two K Twenty Two, an announcement. Finally, we finally, you know, we got some, we got some updates on it. We got a trailer. The uh, official cover is Rey Mysterio, which I think is really fucking cool. Which is it's awesome. random. It's, it's random. So awesome. The the cover looks amazing too. The cover looks awesome. Brand. And then they came out with the NWO edition cover today, which also looked phenomenal. Um, which like is, said, they're, they're really trying to make a very good wrestling video game because 2K20 was awful. Oh, dude, it was trash. God, it sucked, dude. It glitched so bad. Like I the hate universe, The universe mode was so unrealistic. The storylines are all the same. Like, I want universe mode to be, like... Individualized. Yeah, I want it to be, like, so, like, I'm immersed and, like, everything's different. You can do different... You can do a lot of different things. Like, they have, like, the same, like, like you know how you say, uh, they have, like, that option where you can, like, break out and just go out of the ring and beat the hell out of someone. Like, I wish yep. they would have something in, like, the... In the game, like, if you, you did that the following week on the next show, you know, it, it just carries over. Oh yeah, your your actions should have consequences. Exactly, exactly. I do though think uh, I, I not think I love that we are bringing back GM mode. Yes, I agree. I never really played it as a kid because I was fourteen. So I mean, like, what the hell am I gonna direct exactly? I don't, you know, I didn't get on, I didn't get on WWE games to be the boss. I got on it to play as my favorite fucking wrestlers. Yeah. So, <laughs> but. And now I'm like, dude, I'm, I want to see. I want to see if I can actually make a show and like maintain it. Because I'm probably not going to. Because I'm going to suck. But I'm going to give it my best. <laughs> I think that's the. I think that's an awesome mode to bring back. I remember like years ago, like I played on a PSP. Yes, sir. God, those were so. And, <laughs> and I forget what I did, but I remember I made like some. Like some carnage pay per view where every match was like had a stipulation. It was it was awesome, and you have to get like you have to get like five stars to move on to the next show. Oh, that's awesome! 
or yeah, I forget, I forget what it was. You had you had to meet like certain criteria to move on to the next show. And obviously it all culminated with you being the GM and leading into WrestleMania. Nice. I like that. Um what are uh what are your top three video games? Like WWE or wrestling cool. guys? <laughs> That's a lot because I've played them all. I was say go, we've played so many over the years. Okay, so. so I'm gonna go from three to one. Okay. So number three, I have WWE 2K14 with a rock on the cover. Okay. Um I thought it was, I thought that's when the wrestling games really started to improve and we were kind of led to believe that this is the the future of wrestling games like the the movements were more real the specials were real um I even put up the soundtrack the soundtrack was awesome um and you also got to it's a lot of nostalgia too because you played a lot of WWF storylines yeah that's true so like it, it was just a really well put together video game, and obviously the rock on the cover made it so much better. Okay. Um, number two was WWF No Mercy oh, for, oh, for sure. Nintendo sixty four. When I tell you that game was one of, was a pinnacle childhood game, it is that one that those were like that's. That was I can't even like speak on it was it was that good of a video game. Um, it's definitely always in the talks of like a top five wrestling game. Um, it, it everything was cool about it. You know, even as a kid, you got to do the uh, you know hardcore matches and everything, which leads me into my number one video game was WWE SmackDown. Here comes the pain. Hey, bro, let me tell you. That was you. the best one. That revolutionized wrestling games because that's when you can you can go backstage, fight in the parking lot, fight backstage. You can even like do moves off the stage and all this other stuff. And this is like when Brock Lesnar first broke out, and like he was he was the most unstoppable character in that game to use. Oh hell yeah, he was. Good God, he won everything. Yeah. So, um, and I always used him. I was 10 years old when this game came out for PlayStation 2. It was it was at that point, like, yeah, this was, like, the pinnacle wrestling game. And, like, I, I liked a lot of the SmackDown versus Raws. I thought some of those were really good. Um, if I had, like, an honorable mention, I really liked um, – I liked WWE 13 with CM Punk on the cover. That's fair. If I had my favorite SmackDown versus Raw game, I would say SmackDown versus Raw 2007. That one had ECW involved. No, that was two thousand and eight. No, you're right. You're right. Two thousand eight was ECW. I say, if you're wanting the one with two thousand with ECW, then that would be two thousand and eight. No, I was right. Two thousand seven. No, I wasn't right, but I'm, I'm right in the game that I was thinking of was oh seven. Got it. Oh eight was when you had uh you had the ECW guys on him. Yeah, that was a weird game. It was fun because that's where you got like flaming tables and stuff finally, but. I, uh, yeah, my top three are probably going to be a little bit of a surprise. So, like, my number three, as much as I loved the game and revolutionized wrestling games, it really did. Number three for me is SmackDown Here Comes the Pain. Cool. I know, I know, but I just hear me out. Hear me out. 
Like, don't be wrong. I loved Here Comes the Pain because it really did. I mean, that was like you finally got blood for the first time, which was so cool. Even mm-hmm. though it was the same generated blood every time. But don't be wrong. Like, I loved it because you had the Elimination Chamber for the first time as well. Like, revolutionized as a wrestling game. Mm-hmm. But that would be number three. Number two to me is the previous game before this would be WWE Shut Your Mouth. Shut Your yeah, Mouth to me was that was the staple video game for me for years and years to come, bro. But I still would go back today and play this game happily. I love the roster. I loved how you could run around in a POV during like a career and you would go to different parts of the map. You could talk to your manager, which would be Ric Flair at the time or Ric Flair or um, McMahon. Cause it was during the draft that this game kind of is aired around. Mm-hmm. Michaels had just come back as NWO Michaels. Um, you could jump off the fit. No, I'm sorry. That wasn't here. Comes the- no, you could jump off the fist and shut your mouth. Cause you could climb up the side of the stage, which like no one knew about. It was like later that people finally found out if you ran up the side of the stage, you would climb up on top of the fist. You could jump off of it. That game was just beautiful to me. But my number one game would be one of your honorable mentions would be SmackDown vs. Raw 2007. Mm. I loved that. I mean, I worshipped that damn wrestling game, dude. Because I, for one, I love that, you know, you could create your own character, of course, by that point. It had been for a little while at that point. But you can create your own character. You could create your own locker room. That's what I think I loved so much about it. But you could customize your own locker room. But the soundtrack is what 110% sold me. Because I listen to rock music. So this whole entire soundtrack was mostly rock. Mm -hmm. You had... Uh, Riot by Three Days Grace, Animal I Become by Three Days Grace, Bullet with the Name by Nonpoint, Lonely Train by Blackstone Cherry. I mean, The Enemy by Godsmack. I loved that soundtrack. Beautiful to me, I thought. (laughs) But let's transition off of uh, video games. So I think the biggest happy note that we could end this on would be this past Wednesday, we've got the return of one John Moxley. Walter! Yes, sir. And he looked amazing. He looked yeah. healthy. No, exactly. He looked healthy because um, there was a picture of maybe two weeks before he went to rehab. His face was – his face looked swollen. He looked fat. He looked like this. If you can see me in the camera, Scott, he's like – I mean, yeah, his eyes were squinted. He looked like he was, like, having an allergic reaction almost. Like, he was just big, man. Yeah, and he came out yesterday. You can see considerable amount of weight loss. He looks like he's really been working out. He looked like Dean Ambrose. Yeah, his face got skinnier. His hair came back. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) Like, he looked looked like when he first debuted in AEW. That's what I'm saying. He looked like Dean Ambrose. Yeah, no, and it was such a welcome. It really was like a welcome sight to see that you know he, you know he's battling, you know he battled and defeated his addiction for the time being, and you know he's just he's ready to get back to work. And you know I think the three months of him being away, you know, soul searching, a lot of it. It did. He did the right thing. 
Oh, we very much did. I'm very happy that he's healthy and back. But let's talk about, man. So, of course, like... Fuck Cody Rhodes. Fuck Cody Rhodes. Um, we're not we're not talking about Cody Rhodes. We're not. Well, time out. But we're going to do a quick thing on Cody Rhodes. How fast... How fast he reacted to the news of Walter's name change. They didn't even give it a week to marinate. Uh, dude, he, cut I, a, I'm... he cut a promo yesterday about name changes. Yeah. He's a child. Dude, dude let, child. It mar- let it marinate for a week and then make your jokes. Or just don't make a joke. Focus on your own damn show. Because now we have the now, now Sami Zayn's the interim TNT champion. I don't. I don't know. I don't care. I, I don't. Know, I don't know what direction they're going with that belt, but they're making me hate that belt. They're making me think it's a twenty four seven belt. But continue. It is at this point. Yeah, basically it is. But let's get back on it. Let's get back on it, Motley. Dude, I understand. I love, and I know wrestlers love it too. Fan interaction is one of the best things you can have for a TV show, or for just a show. Period, man. But that fan got every bit of what was said to him. I mean, he deserved every bit of it. Because I don't know if you heard it or not. Because I finally was able to hear it after it was posted somewhere in a clear video. Some fan, you know, called out saying, like, it's like this drunk idiot out of the rain or something like that. But Moxley's response, man. (laughs) I'm sure TBS is having a wonderful time after Moxley comes out and just tells somebody on live television to go fuck themselves. Dude, I. That's who he is, and he he caters to nobody. What, no, like he pant not. What we want as wrestling fans is what Moxie brings to us. No filter. He will put oh, yeah. himself. He will put himself in these extreme situations. It, it more just it's it shocked me because I was like I understand it. Honestly, I'm not even. I don't think he shouldn't have said it because you're gonna say something like that to somebody. Yeah, go fuck yourself, you know. But yeah, don't be oh an ass. We got this I guy obviously thought. went out and got the help he did, he wanted. Yeah, exactly. But man, I thought that was funny as hell. Yeah, me too. Deserve it. Hear him come back, you know, talk about overcoming demons and stuff like that. Man, it's awesome to see him back. You know, hopefully they have something for him. Not necessarily a title run, but. <laughs> A good story, but uh, we we will see. I don't really know what the I don't know what direction to throw him in right now. Where do you think he goes though? Like, let's you and I let's foreshadow. Does he wait for Eddie Kingston to come back from his injury and they put him in a tag team? I, I mean, possibly, but why? Why would you have him come back? Deliver this awesome, you know, like I'm back. You know, heroic or you know, heroic, yeah, heroic type of speech, and then take him off TV for a little while longer until somebody else gets ready. You know, but yeah. I don't know where to. I don't know where to throw him in because, like me, I'd love to see him go up against like MJF or something. Yeah, I mean, right yeah. now MJF is kind of in his own thing right now. You know, exactly. So I'm like, I don't know where you put Moxley now. I know it's confusing, man. It is because you know that this that's a that's a thing in wrestling when you're gone for an extended period of time. Not even extended. I mean, you could be gone for just a month. And we don't know where to put you. And if yep, you have nowhere to go now. So I don't know. He's he's gonna be in that weird limbo. I think 
He's going to be in purgatory. Yeah, he might just might be in purgatory just for a little bit, just for a little bit, because he's going to have like spot single matches, and then maybe I don't know, maybe if they if AEW makes a new signing, that new signing attacks Moxley, and they start building that up. I don't know. I don't know, man. They they don't even make no more damn signings. <laughs> I think use they're the, for a little bit. Use the eighty. Use the eighty people roster you have already. Damn it. <laughs> I think they're. I don't. I don't really see any big movements. I think. I think it's done now. I think like the first like. I I read into it. It looks like a lot because of the first two or three years, everyone jumped ship. But now that everything is like kind of solidified with them, it's kind of stopped. And yeah. I think and I think now you're going to see more subtractions from their roster than additions. We need to see people who are actually going to take that company and go somewhere with it. Hey, man, baby steps. It took baby WCW. Excuse me. It took WCW how long? Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It took a while, but that's the direction they need to start going. So ho- hopefully, hopefully next they will. Their next pay-per-view is coming up now next month. Yeah. I don't know, man. We'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I'm trying to remain hopeful. But regardless, wild thing. Awesome to hear again. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like I was, I was happy to see him back. He was my, he was the one that you know you knew when he was going to come out on the show. It's like it's something's about to go down. Oh yeah, he brings the asses to the show for sure. So he's the attraction. He's one of them. Now we just need Kenny back. I think that'll be a while, but that's a whole another conversation. <laughs> I think yeah, I think him is going to be spring summer of this year. Yeah, yeah. But All right, uh, sorry, drop them socials, pal. Well, guys, thank y'all very much for listening again. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at our handle is right on SQC. That is right on SQC. Right is spelled with a W in front. You can check us out on Facebook at the Right On Network. But uh, until then, guys, uh, join us here next week because we are going to go over all of our Royal Rumble predictions and hopes. Yes. And hopes. And- but... <laughs> And don't forget, people, we are recording a date earlier, so this episode will be posted, not this episode, but the Royal Rumble Roundtable discussion will be posted on Thursday instead of Friday. So you'll be seeing the Royal Rumble preview show on January 27th, a week from today. Um, I am still on the hunt for a fourth to join us in the Roundtable discussion with me, Scott, and our fearless leader, Mr. Kyle Wright, making his Season 2 debut, which I hope, fingers crossed. So, um, yeah, tomorrow, uh, next week is going to be a very, very, very exciting episode. But until then, people, adios. Later, y'all.